baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Severe winter storms now hammering the eastern U.S. We have the story. Sedgwick County Commission will look at Sheriff's Department pay. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Wichita police asking for help to solve a fatal hit-and-run accident. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Wichita's new campaign finance ordinance will be revisited soon. Details are ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Looks like temperatures will be warming about 10 degrees above freezing today, but that is not going to be lasting long as Arctic air arrives by the end of the week. Our full forecast is coming up. Winter storms have been walloping the U.S. with blizzards, tornadoes, and flood threats and are now plowing through the northeast with high winds and heavy rain. The National Weather Service is warning of possible major flooding this morning in portions of Long Island and along streams and rivers through the tri-state area around New York. Many face severe storm conditions in the eastern U.S., including power outages. Fox's weather's Kendall Smith has more. We've got winds coming right off the Atlantic, so that southeasterly flow, eventually they will start to kind of shift directions, but it's the really strong winds could lead to power outages, and then also the rain, heavy rain, falling on top of that fresh snowpack that we had this past weekend. That could lead to rapid snowmelt. This week, nearly every state was under winter weather alerts of some sort, North Dakota being the only state not under any watches. United States and British warships have seen the largest Houthi attack yet on Red Sea shipping. Houthi fighters based in Yemen fired drones, cruise missiles and at least one ballistic missile towards military and commercial vessels in the Red Sea. It's described as the biggest and most complex assault on shipping since the Iran-backed Houthis started their campaign. British and American officials tell us at least 18 drones were among the projectiles taken out using guns and Sea Viper missiles. There have been over two dozen attacks since the start of the war between Israel and Hamas. The Houthis say they're trying to deter ships from supplying Israel. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A pedestrian was killed in a hit-and-run accident in South Wichita. It happened just after 9.30 Monday night in the 2400 block of South Seneca. Police say the man, identified as 52-year-old James Dalton, was struck while crossing the street. He was transported to an area hospital but died as a result of his injuries. A preliminary investigation revealed that a gray vehicle may have been involved, which may have damage to the front end and windshield. The Wichita Police Department is looking for any witness or anyone with information to call investigators at 316-350-3678. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. No injuries reported in a building fire at Biker's Edge Power Sports near downtown Wichita Tuesday afternoon in the 1200 block of East Central. Firefighters encountered heavy smoke from multiple areas in the building, but were able to contain the blaze to just one area. There's been no word on the cause of the fire or a damage estimate. 
New Wichita City Council member Dalton Glasscock wants the council to revisit the campaign finance ordinance that was narrowly passed back on January 2nd. The ordinance was aimed at prohibiting candidates in city elections and their political committees from accepting contributions from corporations or LLCs. Glasscock said the new ordinance treats the seven members of the council differently than other elected officials around the state. And um, I believe the ordinance that was passed um, last meeting uh, is less transparent. The process, I don't think, was handled correctly. Glasscock added the city's ethics policy addresses issues like this one. His proposal would revert the amendment to its original form prior to January 2nd and would match state law. The council will likely take up the issue on January 16th. Rodney Price, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will hear from Sheriff Jeff Easter on deputies' pay. Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News recent pay raises for Wichita police officers uh, having an impact on the county. That, that puts pressure on, on other uh, law enforcement agencies as far as personnel, and so we're going to likely hear from sheriff about what we can do to make sure we keep our uh, our jail and, and the sheriff department operating. Meitzner commented during his weekly appearance on the Stevens Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. After Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospital stay, the White House reviews cabinet protocols in the event of health emergencies. Fox's Matt Finn with the latest. The Pentagon confirmed that Secretary Austin was diagnosed with prostate cancer in early December and he underwent general anesthesia for a minimally invasive procedure on December 22nd. Austin started to experience severe pain on January 1st and was admitted to the ICU where he was treated for a urinary tract infection and a backup of his small intestines. This announcement seems to differ from the initial explanation that Secretary Austin was off the job for an elective procedure. The White House says President Biden was not even in the loop that Secretary Austin was battling cancer. And the White House was not notified of Austin's absence until January 4th. KNSS News Time now, 7.06, six minutes past 7 o'clock. K-State men's basketball on the road last night. We'll have highlights. Hear from Coach Tang coming up in sports. No wrecking ball for the State Fair racetrack in Hutchinson. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 710, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. The dirt racetrack at the State Fairgrounds in Hutchinson will not be demolished, at least for now. William Nusser organized the Save Our Track campaign and says the track has long been a part of the community. It's really part of Hutch's history. I mean, they've been running the Hutch Nationals there for so long, and the facility's been there for so long, and they've always ran that event third weekend in July. The fair board voted to keep the track for another year and intends to work with Mel Hamilton Ford to sponsor the races. A judge in Oregon striking down a voter-approved gun control law. The Harney County, Oregon Circuit Court judge issued the final order Monday after ruling that Measure 114 violated the state's constitution by restricting the right for individuals to bear arms. The law required people who wanted to buy a gun to undergo a criminal background check and also complete a gun safety training course. The measure also banned high-capacity ammunition magazines. The state lawsuit the judge ruled on was filed by gun owners. The state attorney general is appealing the ruling. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Two of the top challengers to former President Trump square off in a debate tonight. 
Days before the Iowa caucuses, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis are the only two participating in the final Republican debate before Monday's Iowa caucuses. Entrepreneur and author Vivek Ramaswamy failed to meet polling thresholds. Haley and DeSantis are increasing criticism and attacks of each other as polling shows the two locked in a dead heat in Iowa though both are well behind former President Trump, who is not participating in the CNN debate despite qualifying. New Fox News power rankings show Haley's campaign surging in both Iowa and New Hampshire. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Two members of the media were heard on a hot mic joking about former President Donald Trump being assassinated. The unidentified male journalists were outside the courthouse in D.C. awaiting Trump's arrival in the 2020 election case when they started to complain about not being able to see the former president in the vehicle he was in. The conversation then swerved into joking about the former president arriving in an open-top car like the one President John F. Kennedy was riding in when he was assassinated in Dallas back in 1963. One of the reporters remarking that they should have told Trump that he should take a convertible just like JFK did. The media members are then heard laughing. Trump will be in Iowa today for a Fox News town hall ahead of the Iowa caucuses Monday. Ted Lindner, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic right now in the Wichita area. The roadway's looking better, but you're still going to see areas of possible refreeze out there. Things could be pretty slick. You watch out for wet pavement, plowed snow, uh, cleared snow, treated pavement out there. Uh, things could still be slippery this morning and be a little bit dangerous. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How we doing? Made it to the middle of the week. There you did. We're right in the middle. You're right. Isn't that a song? That's got to be a song from one of those pop stars or something. All right. Well, I'm not going to go off on a, another stuck in the middle with we you. Got to stick to the weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is that in the middle with you? Stuck okay. in the middle with you. I know some somebody's going to be mad at me because I don't know who sings that. But uh, okay. don't tell me. I'll figure it out at some point. Mostly sunny skies today. 42 degrees for a high. Now between the sunshine, the fact that we'll be able to get above freezing today, this is only going to help uh, melt more of that snow and ice. But of course, any melting, we may have to watch out for more refreezing later on tonight. Similar to what Jad mentioned that we're dealing with early this morning, especially around those side streets. So just allow still a little bit of extra travel time just in case. Southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Still going to be a bit breezy out there but overall not as windy as the last couple of days and with our wind switching out of the southwest that's what's going to really help us in the temperature department as we get above freezing later this afternoon we'll turn mostly cloudy tonight gradually low of 21 degrees another cold freezing start tomorrow winds will ease back up too and then those mostly cloudy skies with a high of 39 tomorrow eventually leading to our next storm system Go, uh, giving us a 30% chance of snow, possibly briefly mixed with a little bit of rain by tomorrow evening. But either way, similar to what we've seen with our uh, last bouts of wintry weather, it does look like the snow going to quickly uh, win that battle. Should we see any rain attempt to uh, move in in addition to that snow, at least initially. We'll have a 20% chance of snow into the early part of our Friday before we clear back out. 18 degrees, though. So as we clear back out from our next snowy system, it's going to turn dangerously cold out there. 16 degrees for a high on Saturday, 10 degrees on Sunday, and we'll still have some windy conditions at times. Even the slightest breeze 
breeze likely going to bring those wind chills or those feels like temperatures down into the single digits and even below zero. So between more opportunities for snow, which we'll have another one after Friday on Sunday, and of course that those very cold temperatures, it would be best if you're able to just go ahead and stay inside this weekend. Monday, even into the start of next week, 12 degrees, starting to uh, get closer to the freezing mark on Tuesday, Wednesday with highs in the lower 20s, but still going to be bitterly cold out there through the early part of next week. Right now we're at 23 degrees, winds still a bit breezy out there out of the south at 13 miles an hour, but again, it's going to be that southerly uh, flow that helps us out later today. All right, Steelers Wheel, 1972, stuck in the middle with you. There you go. If there's your answer. I was thinking of the newer one, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Is there a newer one than that? 1972? Yeah, you're talking to the wrong so. guy. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you're talking to the wrong guy, Ronnell. There you go. <laughs> All right, thank you. The KSN Storm Packers 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Stephen Head in the morning here on KNSS. A high temperature yesterday in Wichita, 31 degrees. 43 is the normal high. Snowfall, we've got up to, we finally got it up to three inches at Eisenhower Airport through the day. And we had a wind gust clocked at 52 miles per hour at the airport. This is the 10th day of January on this date in 2002. Marines began flying hundreds of Al-Qaeda prisoners in Afghanistan to a U.S. base at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. That was in 2002. My goodness, that was a long time ago. Boxing Hall of Famer and entrepreneur George Foreman, 75 years old today. Didn't he have... Five sons, and he named them all George, something like that. I think he had more than that. It's strange. I think he named his sons and daughters George. <laughs> I don't think there was a distinction on That's, gender. Well, you know, some of those, he got hit pretty hard in the head in some of those boxing matches. He's two-time world heavyweight champ, an Olympic gold medalist. He was a terrific boxer, entrepreneur. Great boxer. Yep. Known for the George Foreman grill. I think we have one of those. I'll have to. Yeah. Somewhere in our home. I think we have a George Foreman. My sister has one. She uses it. All right. Of course, a guy that when he was in boxing, he was kind of a mean guy. Oh, yeah. And after his career, he just became this very affable, very likable nice person. Yeah. Yeah. He looked ferocious when he was fighting for the Olympics. Yeah. Ted, according to new research, the average person gets a perfect night's sleep 132 times per year, good night's sleep 120 nights, and bad night's sleep 113 times a year. Stress and anxiety about health and upcoming tasks the main reasons that people think they, they're struggling to sleep. People also try things like reading warm milk, CBD, and melatonin to get some Z's, but only 28% of people say they have a solution that's very effective. Ah, get a good night's sleep. It's essential. I rarely get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Uh, well, but I, I work and live in odd hours. Yep. Hey, who we do? We have some odd hours. The, uh, I told you on Facebook this morning, you, you uh, put on there 75 years ago today, the Cessna 170 uh, was unveiled. Yeah. A new four-place all-metal plane. And you got the the, uh, the ad. If, if, what does it say in the ad? Something about your this is your family airplane, something like what that. What do you think of that? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. A four-seater, huh? All right. The, the Cessna 170. 170. Very popular airplane. That came out 70, 75 years ago. 90, yeah. 90, 90, 1949. All right. It's 7-18, uh, Stephen, 10 in the morning. And uh, coming up uh, here in a few minutes, we'll tell you about uh, the top personality traits we think we have in common with our pets. Very good. I look forward to that. <laughs> right. 
It's time for Sports Ted Woodward here with Sports on KNSS. Ted. Mid-college men's basketball action last night. Kansas State on the road at West Virginia. A bit of a troublesome place for the Wildcats in recent years. First half was trouble. K-State was down at halftime. But second half was a different story. You heard the game last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And now underneath the basket. This is Tyler Perry. He'll bring it to the left wing and reset. 20 on the shot clock for K-State. Tyler Perry to Kaluma. Arthur with the ball. Great back cut by Cam, and he'll stuff the ball. Cam Carter with 10. A lot of Cam Carter, the junior, with 23 points and 10 for 10 at the free throw line. K-State outscored the Mountaineers 41-25 in the second half, so they got the 14-point win on the road last night. 81-67 the final score after the game. Wyatt Thompson, the play-by-play voice of the Wildcats, spoke with Coach Jerome Tang. I mean, everybody was playing pretty good offensive basketball tonight. And then the, on the defensive side, what was the difference in the second half eliminating so many three-point makes? Well, the second half, I just thought we... Did a, we fouled too much in the first half. I mean, they shot 14 free throws, and I think we fouled on three three-pointers. And, you know, that that was just – we just fouled too much. And, and we allowed them to get some transition threes in the first half, which is one, part of their best offense. Second half, we eliminated fi- uh, transition threes, and then we didn't foul them. And that, that really helped us. K-State, 2-0 on the road, 2-0 in the conference. And they've won nine of their last ten. Wildcats are now 12-3 and on the season. All right, last night in college men's basketball, here come the upsets. Tuesday turned out to be a bad day to be a top-ranked team in men's college basketball as both the top two teams in the associated poll fell. Number one, Purdue, suffered a surprising route at the hands of Nebraska, 88-72. Cornhuskers first win over a top-ranked team since 1982, set off a court storming at the game's end inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. Boilermaker star and reigning player of the year, Zach Eady, dealt with foul trouble, held to 15 points and 7 rebounds. Meanwhile, the nation's last remaining unbeaten, number 2 Houston, fell 57-53 to Iowa State. The game was tied to the final minute before Cyclones freshman Milan Momsilovic hit a baseline jumper with 30 seconds left. Tuesday marked the first time number 1 and number 2 in the AP poll lost on the same day since February 26, 2022, when Arizona and Gonzaga, as well as the number 3 through 6 teams at the time, also lost. Jared Max from Fox with that report. All right, so number one loses, number two loses. It's good news for number three, Kansas. If KU can stay in the win column, it's like the Jayhawks will be ranked number one in the nation next week. But you got to stay in the win column. Number three, Kansas is playing tonight on the road at Central Florida. First meeting ever between the Jayhawks and the Knights. KU is on a nine-game winning streak right now. KU a six-and-a-half-point favorite going into this one tonight. Third-ranked Kansas at Central Florida. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight in Orlando. In the NHL last night, the Edmonton Oilers went on the road in Chicago, beat the Blackhawks 2-1, starting in goalie for Edmonton. Former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner with 25 saves, picking up his 17th win of the season. And on defense for Edmonton, another Thunder player, Vincent Descharnay, with a couple of takeaways. Edmonton has won eight in a row. Two times this year they've had eight-game winning streaks, and yet... They're only holding on to that final uh, wild card spot in the Western Conference right now. Edmonton wins again. A couple of Thunder players helping the Oilers to the victory. In high school girls basketball last night, a matchup of ranked teams. Heights girls went on the road at Bishop Carroll, 50-35. to The Heights girls improved to 7-0 on the season. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 
723 now, KNSS. Keep it here for House Call for Health. A new study is warning parents about how much screen time their babies are getting. That's on the way. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 730 here on this Wednesday morning and 23 degrees. Former First Lady Melania Trump's mother, Emilia Novs, has died. Melania Trump writing on X Tuesday, it's with deep sadness that I announced the passing of my beloved mother, Amalia. The former First Lady not disclosing a cause of death, but the 78-year-old had been sick for some time. Novs and her husband became U.S. citizens in 2018, two years after their son-in-law became president. The pair have largely stayed out of the limelight and spent the past few years living at Mar-a-Lago. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. A Wichita man sentenced for the death of his infant son, 26-year-old Calvin Vick, was sentenced yesterday to more than 18 years in prison after pleading guilty to distribution of a controlled substance causing great bodily harm or death, aggravated endangering a child, and distribution of a controlled substance. 22-month-old Israel Vick was found unresponsive in June of 2022. He died less than an hour later, an autopsy revealing he died after ingesting methamphetamine and fentanyl. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will look at their wish list for the Kansas legislature this year. Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. We're going to pass that uh, joint legislative agenda that we talked about a little bit last week with the with the city and the chamber. And that's a really very clean uh, joint uh, joint legislative agenda. It's supporting the child care and workforce development stuff and the funding the biomed campus, finish that up. Meitzner commented during his weekly appearance on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. Former President Trump is taking part in a Fox News town hall this evening. Fox News will host a town hall featuring former President Donald Trump in Des Moines, Iowa, less than a week before Iowans caucus for their candidates to kick off the 2024 nominating calendar. The town hall will originate from Drake University, co-moderated by Fox's Brad Bayer and Martha McCallum. It's being held on the same night that CNN is hosting a Republican primary debate, also in Des Moines, featuring candidates challenging the former president for the GOP nomination. You can see the Fox News town hall tonight at 9 9 o'clock Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. A migrant from El Salvador has already been deported multiple times and is now facing a slew of charges following the death of a woman and her son. Fox's Matt Finn tells us more. This illegal immigrant has three previous DUI convictions, was deported four times, yet made his way back into the U.S., and now police say alcohol and speed were involved when he allegedly killed a mother and her son in a crash. Broomfield, Colorado police say just 10 days before Christmas, 37-year-old Jose Menavar crashed a Toyota SUV into a Mazda car driven by 47-year-old Melissa Powell and her son, killing them. Toxicology results show he was three times over the legal limit. Menavar was treated at a hospital and charged with vehicular homicide caused by DUI. Menavar was first convicted of driving while influenced in August of 2007 before facing the same offense in December of 2016 and May of 2019. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Looks like we are in for a quiet weather pattern today and tomorrow. But a chance of snow arrives Thursday night, followed by a blast of Arctic air. It'll be sunny today with temperatures reaching the mid to upper 30s by lunchtime, 42 this afternoon, clear in 23 overnight, breezy 41 on Thursday. 
I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. And we have a few clouds now and uh, 23 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on this uh, January 10th, 2024. Ted, the new year underway now, 10 days into the new year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, moving right along. Uh, a lot of going, a lot of changing of the guard going on at city and county this week and here in Wichita. That at Tuesday's Wichita City Council meeting, a new vice mayor was chosen for 2024. I state your name. I, Maggie Ballard. Solemnly swear. Solemnly swear. That I will uphold the Constitution of the United States. That I will uphold the Constitution of the United States. And the Constitution of the State of Kansas. And the Constitution of the State of Kansas. And faithfully discharge the duties. And faithfully discharge the duties. Of the Vice Mayor for the City of Wichita, Kansas. And the... Of the Vice Mayor. Of the Vice Mayor. For the the, City. For the City of Wichita. So help me God. So help me God. Thank you. Ballard represents Wichita's District 6 out on the west side. Sounds like she may have been a little nervous there. Uh, what do you think, Ted? Ready to go. She's a, a newcomer to politics here in, in Wichita. But she's, uh, I talked to her a while back. I did an interview with her, and she's uh, had some. Uh, she'd done some, uh, well, community involvement, things like that. And uh, so there you go. We have a couple of new faces on the on the city council, and Maggie's one of them. Uh, what else Have we, we ever had an all-female mayor-vice mayor tandem in Wichita? I don't know. I don't know. Can't remember one. Hmm. Okay, the uh, a survey. And, you know, obviously we present this for fun. Don't get excited if you disagree with anything I say here because this is for the, the top personal, personality traits we think we have in common with our pets. Okay. Uh, this poll showed that 70% of uh, cat owners said, yes, they do have some personality traits they share. But only 63% of dog owners said they See, share. If I would have guessed like maybe 90 or higher for dog owners, it seems like people always identify with their dogs. I'm yeah. a little surprised how low that number is. Well, we've got the top 10, and we're going to share them with you right now. Top personality traits we think we have in common with our pets, number 10 you have a strong distaste for new people or animals in your space. Okay. Number well, yeah. No- <laughs> I mean, anytime a stranger comes in, you get nervous. Okay, number nine. You both both enjoy warm naps in the sun. Yeah, I think uh, definitely. Uh, that's, Me and my kitties enjoy yeah, a good that's nap. A, that's yep. good, yeah. Eight. You both enjoy treats. Who doesn't? Who doesn't enjoy a nice little treat? What kind of treats do you have for your cats? I haven't had a cat for so long, I can't remember what I had. This little bite-sized nuggets. Yeah, they've got their little yeah. whatevers. Yeah. Number seven, uh, neither of you like a change in your routine. Yeah. yeah. Number six, you both hate mornings. <laughs> you can't hate mornings. You're working in the morning. I don't know that I hate mornings. you got to get up and at them. Yeah. It's that time to of day. Attack the day. The top personality traits we think we have in common with our pets. Uh, number five, a love of peanut butter. I'm not Ooh, sure I understand that one. I don't either. But you like peanut butter. Yeah. But do you feed it to your cats? I do not. Mm. Number four, spending time at the beach. I know you spend a lot of well, time at the beach with your two cats. Can't relate to that one. <laughs> that one didn't work, no. Let's see. Number three, going on car rides. I'm not sure I get that one. I, dogs like cars. Dogs car like rides. Some yeah. do. Cats do not yeah. like cars. Somebody asked the other. They think why? they're going to the vet. Yeah. Why do, why do dogs like to lean out the window? Something about the air coming to like their the ears. Fresh air. Yeah. yeah. Those dogs with the big ears flat. Yeah. Uh, number two, 
Uh, going on hikes. Well, uh, you're there's another one I can't okay. really. Or number one, you both like long walks. There you go. Top personality traits we think we have in common with our pets. Of course, it's difficult to ask the pets because most of them, yeah, how, most of them can't hard talk. To, hard to get their feedback on that. <clears throat> the one thing that uh, when I when I had a rat terrier for what? Gosh, I had lucky for about ten or twelve years. Uh, I was a runner at the time, and and I thought, well, let's see if this little dog likes to go for a run. Put a leash on him, and he loved it. And we would get his pace right along with me, and you know, people would drive by and laugh at us, <laughs> wave, and, but he loved to run. Did and you take him with you all of the time, or some of the time? Almost, almost every day. Oh, okay, yeah. He loved to get. That was just a good exercise for him, and he protected me against anything, anything that might. Well, harm. exactly. Yeah. yeah, good protection. Okay, Stephen's head of the morning here, KNSS <laughs> seven thirty nine here on this Wednesday morning, and just a quick look at the snowfall. In case you're interested, from yesterday across the state, the t- top prize goes to Scott City out in the western part of the state, fourteen point two inches. Yeah, all the big That's totals a- were out west, yeah. northwest, and uh, there was an eleven inch reading at Leota. And nine inches at Colby up to the north. Now, at Lyons, they got eight and a half inches. Oh, yeah. 7.8 at uh, Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Reno County got Reno almost got, eight. Did yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, 5.6 at uh, McPherson. Uh, Goddard got 3.2 inches. In Wichita, uh, the, the, by midnight, we had two inches. They wound up, we wound up with a total of three inches of, of snow. Yeah, we got about three uh, in many areas around here. So, there you go. And you don't shovel your. I don't didn't shovel my walk this time. I think no. it's gonna it's gonna melt off pretty quick today. I'm I'm thinking. All right, now, we had a fire on uh, in in a, in a building on East Central yesterday afternoon, and uh, I was just thinking about the firefighters. And the weather was not as bad as it could be, but some days you know they had. I'll go to a Faust fire fire and they'll battle a fire and it'll be like ten below. Yeah, battling fires this weekend is going to be rough. You know they wear single digit temperatures. A, a firefighter wears very heavy, you know the coat and the boots and very heavy mm-hmm. stuff, and they're pretty well insulated. And uh, I think some most of them will tell you when you're, you'd go in a fire, you don't pay much attention to that. But they do when they, when there's a big one and there's it's really cold, they'll rotate them in and out. Yep. And same thing when it's heat, high heat too. Uh, so the firefighters have to take care of them on these cold, cold days. That's another one I wouldn't want to do. Wouldn't want to be a dairy farmer going out and milking cows. <laughs> yeah, those chores, <laughs> those chores come by every day, no matter what the weather. That's right. Here we are uh, doing what we do, slaving over a hot microphone just for you. So Stephen Ted in the morning, seven forty now with Stephen Ted coming up. We got the Wichita Business Journal update. Boeing ramped up deliveries toward the end of twenty twenty three. That's on the way. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Steven said of the morning, KNSS 746 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita City Council will take another look at recently passed campaign finance ordinance. Two. Police are looking for a driver after a fatal hit-and-run accident in South Wichita. One. Severe winter weather hammers the eastern U.S. with blizzards, tornadoes, and floods. Three big things. Steve at 10 of the morning on KNSS. Right now in traffic, watch out. We've got a... uh... Traffic slowdown, KDOT is reporting on northbound I-235, and it's right up there at the north junction. Probably a mixture of pretty high traffic volumes, the road construction, and potentially, you know, the traffic conditions and people uh, keeping safe out there. It just uh, It's going to take you a little extra time to get through that. Again, some really heavy traffic there as well. Northbound I-235 up by the north junction. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny, breezy, and a bit warmer today with a high of 40 degrees. Tuesday's high, 31. Increasing clouds tonight. It's going to be cold again. Overnight low, 21. And then on Thursday, mostly cloudy with a high of 38 degrees. Now a few clouds, 23 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination at the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. A new allegation against TikTok. This time, they're being blamed for censoring world events. Fox on Jack. Is TikTok manipulating content to push politics? It's been alleged the social media network based on short, catchy videos, which is owned by Beijing-based ByteDance, has been amplifying or suppressing videos from users based on what aligns with interests and goals of China's ruling Communist Party. Both China and ByteDance publicly deny that, but ByteDance insists it's just curating content based on viewer interests. But now the New York Times reports TikTok altered its Creative Center, a tool used by professionals, but also researchers who track trends using hashtags. The system no longer allows for hashtags for things like Tiananmen Square or the Israel-Hamas war or the Ukraine war, where China has taken stances against Israel and in favor of Russia. TikTok says those people are misusing the Creative Center, and that's why they changed its functions. With Fox on Tech. I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Boeing stocks finished down again Tuesday on Wall Street. Stocks ending mixed as investors rethink the chances of a near-term interest rate cut by the Fed while awaiting for inflation data and earnings results later in the week. Shares of Juniper Networks jumping 22% after the Wall Street Journal reported that Hewlett-Packard Enterprise was in advanced talks to buy the smaller networking equipment company for $13 billion. And shares of JetBlue Airways falling 10% following a Bank of America securities downgrade. An analyst with the firm expects a tough outlook for domestic airlines. The Dow winners, Merck, Microsoft, and United Health Group. The Dow decliners, Goldman Sachs, Boeing, and Chevron. The Dow falling 158 points. The Nasdaq up 14. S&P 500 down 7. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And in local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Boeing ramping up deliveries toward the end of last year, delivering more than 150 commercial jets during the fourth quarter. 
Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems manufactures 70% of the Boeing 737 MAX jets, which were most of the fourth quarter deliveries, 110. As of the end of the year, 528 planes were delivered. 396 of those were 737s, surpassing Boeing's revised year-end goal of 375. In December, Boeing was already close to target. As of the end of November, 351 of the Boeing 737 MAX jets were delivered, two dozen short of the company's year-end goal. The 737 MAX 9 is the plane that had the door plug panel come off on an Alaska Airlines flight last Friday. After a year marked by volatile and elevated mortgage rates, little inventory and affordability issues that sidelined many buyers, the uh, 2024 housing market outlook offers more of the same, but with some relief. Nationally, housing economists vary somewhat on their assessments of what's to come this year, and predicting factors like where mortgage rates will end up can be difficult. Most, however, agree the conditions for housing will improve, even if only slightly, and that's expected to unlock inventory, moderate low home price appreciation, and make transactions easier to achieve. In the Wichita area, Realtors of South Central Kansas CEO Sheila Rumsey says 2023 saw a continued return to more normal market after the ultra-low mortgage rates and white-hot sales of 2020 and 2021. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted. Today is National Cut Your Energy Costs Day, encouraging consumers to explore options and keep up with scheduled maintenance. The observance provides information designed to help homeowners and businesses uh, to reduce energy costs and improve efficiency. Did you know that tuning up your heating system can save you up to 3 to 10%? I don't know how you tune up a heating system, but... Uh, Maybe you can have somebody do it for you. Yeah, you call the HVAC people. Call the HVAC. Come on, out and tune this up. Uh, I'm sure Energy did not sponsor this day. No, they did not. No, they did not. Uh, have you uh, ever considered uh, when it comes to maintenance? Uh, yeah, how how do you remember when to change that filter in your furnace, Ted? Do you have a do you have a chart someplace? You just kind of whenever you think of it, go down there. Just whenever I think of it, it's like, yeah. ooh, I probably need to replace That's that dirty something. old thing. Yeah. Have you ever considered solar panels? For your home? No, because I feel like it would be a quite an effort. There's initial cost that uh, is, uh, I, I've looked at it a little bit. My son, Scott, has panels on his mm-hmm. home down in Derby. And there's initial cost. And they talk about uh, whether it'll ever pay for itself or anything like that. But on the other hand, you know, when he's got his energy bill down to zero, <laughs> oh. that's pretty nice. That is pretty and, nice, and it stores up the it starts up the energy. So when it cloudy clouds up, you, you're going to be okay. All right, I uh, think that's pretty cool. I've, energy costs. I'm thinking about it. I can't get my wife on board, but uh, there is a firm, maybe maybe more than one firm in town that does that stuff. Uh, anyway, National Cut Your Energy Cost Day. All right, Ted. Uh, coming up here in the eight o'clock hour this morning, one of the things we're going to be doing, we're going to talk with uh, Drew Holmes. From the uh, 2024 Cars for Charities. This is going to be at Century 2 Convention Center on January 20th and 21st. And we're going to talk to him about what's going on with the show. This show has been, this thing's been around forever. Huge it? annual event in Wichita yeah. for decades. Yeah. The favorite charities are Ability Point and Starkey. Good. Our good friends at Starkey. Yep. How about yep. that? So we'll talk with Drew coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. May have a couple of, uh, couple of passes if you'd like to go see that show. So be listening for your chance 
to win, as always. Yeah. Something going on with Stephen Ted. It's uh, coming up on 7.54 now, and uh, in the 8 o'clock hour this morning, we have uh, plenty planned for you this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll have a, the latest on severe weather uh, that's now pounding the eastern U.S. We had it yesterday, now it's to the east, and another big attack on shipping in the Red Sea. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we'll be taking a look at uh, Kansas Jayhawks in action tonight in conference play on the road, and we'll preview that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, always the blur. Something good on the blur every time. Oh, yeah. We've um, uh, we got some good, interesting folks that will show up in the blur. That will be at 835 this morning. We're 40 minutes out. And we have traffic and weather as well in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 